Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. This is a non-smoking theater, so please, no smoking. For the enjoyment of others, please refrain from conversation during the future presentation. At this time, please turn off all cell phones and pagers. And remember, no one has the right to touch you in your bathing suit area. What you, what you want, what you, what you want. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks, the official podcast for thelazygeeks.com. Now here are your hosts, Sapien and Nomad. All right, welcome everybody to podcast thirty-five of the Lazy Geeks. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Take me home tonight. tonight. I want to see a fucking movie. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's dude. a good movie. I like it. I'm Sapien. This is Nomad. What's up? All right. So, uh, oh man, it's just the two of us this week. Yeah. So uh, a little more personal. A little more intimate. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me put on the Barry White. <laughs> That's a code for a condom. <laughs> The Barry White. <laughs> Damn. Because if there's one thing the Lazy Geeks is about, it's about safety in the bedroom. Absolutely. We're all about that. We're just <laughs> kidding, by the way. <laughs> We're not about safety in the bedroom. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, remember, if you're going to do stuff in the bedroom, make sure everything in there is insured. <laughs> That's right. Including whatever prostitute, I mean, woman you got in there. You don't want to get it caught up in a lawsuit. Believe me. Um, Remember Jay, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? They go, Code 37. It was, like, it was Code for Ben Affleck. Another dead hooker in Ben Affleck's trailer. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's bullshit. I didn't, ha- I didn't have a hooker today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, so uh, what's the situation with... Um, I was reading about this a little bit with that... Tattoo fucking fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Or Hangover 2. Yeah, they, uh, they, well, they, uh, for those of you that aren't in the know for one reason or another, this. For tattoo- those of you who don't be reading the website, lazygeeks.com. <laughs> uh, this tattoo artist named, uh, S. Victor Whitmill. It's kind of a. Kind of cool, until you get the last name, and then yeah. it kind of failed, yeah. but the beginning was cool. S. Victor Whitmill. It's kind but of. That's cool. kind of like. 
That's like a chick who's really hot, and then when you get her in bed, she kind of just lays there. It started <laughs> off cool, and then you're like, really? I mean, it's still okay, but <laughs> wiggle around or something. <laughs> breathe, at least. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, please breathe. We don't want that to happen again. <laughs> again? Yeah. Uh, parts of his past he doesn't go into all that much. Um, but Dead apparently brothers. this... <laughs> This uh, tattoo artist claimed that uh, Warner Brothers violated uh, copyright because of the tattoo that was on Stu's face for that movie. Because this is the same, this is the guy that did that design for uh, Mike Tyson. So apparently, he you can copyright a tattoo, which uh. I didn't know. But uh, he sued Warner Brothers for. He tried to get an injunction to prevent the movie from being released until he got paid or whatever. But the judge said, uh, "No, we won't give you the injunction." But it looks like he may have still had a case. Well, Warner Brothers originally decided we're going to alter it in the DVD release. But I guess when they realized just how much money the movie had made, they decided... I told him to go fuck himself. <laughs> well, no, basically they decided, okay, we'll probably pay you out now instead of waiting for a ruling, which would probably be a lot more generous than what of course. Know, Warner Brothers would give him. Especially since both movies together have generated over $2 billion. Yeah. They're so, kind of funny. Yeah. So, yeah, so apparently uh, they paid out the dude, so I guess in the DVD release in December, we won't see an altered version. Mm, that's good, because that would look dumb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, it's not even about copywriting or about a hip- He saw something that he happened to do in a big budget flick, and he saw an opportunity to try to get some money. That's, mm-hmm. that's all it's about. And I don't really blame him, to be honest. <laughs> it's a recession. Now, see, I wasn't going to pre-order... Arkham City, because I thought, eh, the Robin character, you know. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of the same. But then when Best Buy released what the image looked like, he kind of looked badass. He looked suit, pretty fucking. He? he looked Is he like a white suit. Like it looked crazy. Oh, well, it was gr- it was, was overlighting. It was grayscale yeah, and overlighting yeah. because of the cover and all. But that. it looked. He doesn't look like a punk ass kid. He looks like yeah. a, he looks more night more Nightwing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he just looks bad. Night, Nightwing without the Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is Tim Drake as Robin. Keeping it real. Yeah. Uh, this week, yeah, Best Buy released the image of uh, Robin on their website, uh, and just so you. Just so you know, um, when you pre-order the game, not just at Best Buy, but any other retailer. I thought the pre-order bonus was only for Best Buy. No, for apparently anybody? apparently it's for any oh, okay. retailer that's allowing the pre-orders. Groovy. You can get a, a playable Robin. And uh, at first, you know, it was kind of like, uh, playable Robin, how does that really work? But then when you see the image, it actually looks kind of cool. I'm a little bitter about the cover for... Arkham City, because it's that over-white, saturated, yeah. with great... I see what they're trying to do, but it's kind of, I don't know. I I'm thought what, what would have actually been good if they kept it like that. If they kept the same coloring, but all you needed was just, like, maybe, like, a quick shot of, like... Uh, Catwoman. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a quick shot of, like, Gotham City, and then maybe small, but in the front, a silhouette of Batman. That'd be sick. That would have been a cool cover. Uh, On to the Robin thing, though. At first, I was like, whatever, and then I kind of thought about it. You know what? He was a lot more acrobatic than Batman was, so it might be a little That's more true. fun to play. As, not more fun, but just a different experience because you're flipping around, acting crazy. Well, yeah, and now you got a playable Catwoman, so it, it makes sense. Yeah, I, I, maybe maybe they'll roll out another character, playable Harley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to play yeah, Harley? All right. I wonder. If Speaking gonna, of which, we have Comic Con coming up. <laughs> I, know. I wonder if they're going to have Harley um, <laughs> and Posable too. I wonder if they're going to have um, anatomically correct. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> 
There actually is. If you search Harley Quinn with the safety filter off, brace yourself. Because there's, <laughs> there's one that isn't anatomically correct. As I spill water on my Yeah. Head. It's disgusting. Uh, well, it's not disgusting. I mean, you don't judge. It's just when you're looking for... You're looking for a chick, and you don't see a chick. It gets kind of scary. When you're, when you're on the hetero fiction. side. I saw Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're going to have playable Joker maps again, like they had in the PlayStation, um, the first one. Because that was fun, dude. It could be could be DLC. No, maybe not, though, because he's kind of messed up in this one. That's true. Maybe playable. Harley, actually, like, mm. being honest, because that would make, that would be kind of cool. We'll see. We'll see what We'll happens. see. We got till October. I know going to be sick. I know. We got till October to speculate all we want. Speculations. <laughs> I like speculations. Um, so Firefox 5 dropped for Android phone. I was really excited. You know, I was like, oh, cool. And they still don't have fucking Flash, dude. <laughs> like, there was a quote from, honestly, I don't know who it was. Somebody in Mozilla. And he said um, that it's difficult because they have to backwards, backwards engineer... Um, the Flash capability from the Android stock browsers. Like, you know what? That sounds really complicated, but Opera did it a long time ago. Yeah, I was going to so say. So what's the situation? You know, like, Mozilla can't handle it because Opera's handling it. Opera is probably one of the best mobile browsers. If you have Android, iPhone, I don't care, download the friggin' Opera mobile because it's a beautiful browser. It's quick. It takes care of business. Like, the Opera, or the, um... It's like having... Android standard browser's legit, but it's not as fast. It's like having a really good lover. Ooh. You know, because it handles business, it does the job, and leaves you satisfied. And does the dishes. Yeah. Like, the Opera... <laughs> it makes you sandwich. Yeah, man. <laughs> the Opera browser's sick yeah. for mobile. I, mean, I don't really like it for PC that much, because a lot of uh, stuff doesn't work right now. Right, but yeah. On the, in the mobile for... In the mobile Mobile, version, they're killing it. Because uh, I love, too, that, you know, like we were discussing earlier when you... Go to enlarge. I do, you know, you do the double tap. It automatically centers it on the text if you're looking for an yeah. article or whatever. The new Firefox did that too, but you know, it didn't have Flash. Which <laughs> someone told me I was I was telling Nomad about this. Someone said, "Well, the iPhone doesn't have Flash either," and blah 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 blah. It's like, yeah, and most people who bought an Android over an iPhone, one of the main reasons was to play fucking Flash. And now you're going to give me a web browser that does it? <laughs> <laughs> fucking throw Flip shit. a table. Damn it! <laughs> Flip a table. Let's roll uh, into but, the uh, But actually, uh, on the Firefe- Firefox oh, thing, what's up? Firefox 5 just came out this week. Oh, right. For the PC. Yeah, don't download it. If you have 4, keep it. Don't do the updates. It The Firefox 5 is glitchy. 4 run, ran like a dream. Yeah, 4 Love beautiful. 4. And then I made the mistake of actually trying out 5, and let's just say I'm using Google Chrome now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was glitchy. Oh, Google Chrome 12 is kind of legit. Yeah, it's actually pretty smooth now. Um, what? Let, there were a lot of latency issues when using many normal sites. They have this cool little thing that I had mentioned. We're still I, talking about Firefox, but Firefox, I, yeah. I switched it to Chrome. Uh, <laughs> in, in the article that I wrote, it had app tabs where... You can have certain pages up all the time. And you like just, Facebook, Facebook, Gmail, Twitter, Gmail. Twitter. Problem with that is if you have that and you're running, you're going like for us here. I have a Facebook app and Twitter app always open, but then I was trying to run um, WordPress to do stores for the website, and there was major latency issues. Yeah. It ran so slow, um, so I had to uh, uninstall Firefox Five and then install Google Chrome. So uh, it, that that kind of tells you what. 
what the data uh, Comic Con news. Uh, quite a bit of Comic Con stuff came out this week, so I'm going to try to give you a, a brief rundown of what we've got going. Do it. Uh, Fright Night, the remi- the new Fright Night that uh, will be attending the Comic Con panel. Colin Farrell will be there, and Anton Yelton will be there. Uh, no David Tennant, unfortunately. But they will have a special screening and a fan appreciation party. So They're that's kind of cool. Night, yeah, but it looks kind of cool. Colin Farrell's the vampire. David Tennant plays the Roddy McDowell character. Well, David Tennant. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, we'll has, see what happens. We'll see what happens. It looks cool. David Tennant's uh, going to be at Comic Con, though. That's the biggest news yeah, right there. I wish he was. But That'd be sick if he was. Yeah. Um, four Day Passes went on sale Friday, which is today as the as of this recording sold out in less than an hour 1500 pa- four day passes uh nothing they crashed so yeah, yeah nothing crashed it actually went smooth if you I, I checked the uh, yeah <laughs> i checked their facebook page and everybody was like wow it ran so much smoother and i'm like yeah because it was everybody else had already gotten their shit yeah we're already sitting on tickets yeah so uh single day passes are still available but there's no total and uh but they'll be released at a later time keep watching them on twitter because they release an update on Twitter. I posted the the article today, an hour before they do it. They're saying tickets are going to go stand an hour, so yeah. you have to be on. You have to be on it. Which, yeah, it builds an unnecessary suspense. Yeah, but, know, uh, I just don't like when people do that shit. <laughs> MTV's bringing Beavis and Butthead and Teen Wolf. Sci-Fi is bringing the actual Beavis and Butthead. By the way, we've taken Cool World style. Yeah. <laughs> They've taken them out of the cartoon. <laughs> uh, Sci-Fi will bring, be bringing Eureka and Warehouse 13. Showtime is bringing Dexter and Shameless. Uh, Which is weird. Yeah. But not Dexter, not Shameless. Not Dexter, Shameless. But it was actually a real big hit. So uh, I haven't seen it. I've never seen it either, but uh, it became a real big hit. It just doesn't seem like... I don't know. I guess Comic-Con's expanding every year. Yeah, and, and it's, t- TV's, TV shows are starting to see a good... A good turnaround as opposed to the movies. Because <laughs> fucking TV's in a renaissance, yeah. man. I'm telling you. Bioware will be bringing yes. Mass Effect. They'll be bringing Mass Effect They're going to be outside, too. They're going to yeah. be across Dra- the street. Dragon Age 2, Download Content Legacy. They're going to have, uh, yeah, be at the Hilton Gaslamp Hotel, which is across the street from the, um, the Convention Center. And that's one of the cool things. Everything's going to be at Gaslamp, which is literally across the street. Yeah. you're there. Um, That's legit. That means yeah. the con's so big yeah. that they got to spread it outside. Yeah. Also, um, we're gonna a tr- uh, lot of also hit a lot of these uh, these unofficial blogs because they also tell you a lot of stuff that's going on around the con, yeah. not just in the con. Ma- Comic Con, the Comic Con official stuff's only gonna tell you what's going on at yeah. Comic Con. There's a lot of little stuff that goes on around that time because they know there's gonna be thousands of people there. Yeah. So they- they just jump off. Major Nelson confirmed that Microsoft will not be missing out on this one. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, HBO will be bringing Game of Thrones and True Blood, which is a Comic-Con favorite. So far, the biggest one is Warner Brothers is bringing like a lot of TV shows. Big Bang Theory, Chuck, Fringe, Nikita, Supernatural, Vampire Diaries. The is new that sh- chick from Nikita going to be there? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the new J.J. Uh, Abrams show, Alcatraz, Person of Interest. The Secret Circle Green Lantern animated series, Looney Tunes show Thundercats, oh! <laughs> uh, Young Justice, uh, Stars is bringing Spartacus and Torchwood, which I'm all up for seeing. Yeah, uh, of course, Twilight. You have Cowboys and Aliens and the Amazing Spider-Man. Cowboys and Aliens. Yeah, Cowboys and Aliens also doing special uh, yeah. screening out there, so that should be cool. I want to uh, see it. Yeah, I know. I want to see it too. When do the tickets go and stuff? That have they announced it? They're not sure how they're going to do the tickets. Uh, but they'll I think do it in a fucking they'll probably do it in a panel Hall H panel the Lazy Geeks will be there yeah we'll be uh, there keeping it real yeah 
uh, myself, Sapien, Old Man Dude, and uh, Dixie Chick will be there. We'll have videos, podcasts, and Facebook and Twitter updates. I might even so, do some porn up. Like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just excited. Yeah, because there'll be a lot of cosplay over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to get so many pictures of cosplay chicks. I wonder if they're going to get upset, dude. Are you kidding? No, 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 no. The type of pictures that I'm talking about taking. Well, that you have to do off-site. Can you walk <laughs> over me? Put bang, click. Yeah, we'll be there uh, running some... Uh, we'll be doing uh, videos and podcasts. We're going to have... Uh, we're going to do 30-minute podcasts. Just kind of give you the Yeah, because we're going to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, too, we're also going to run uh, Facebook and Twitter updates. I know a lot of people have been um, following us on Twitter, but definitely follow us on Facebook because we'll be posting pictures... From the Comic Con on the Lazy Geeks Facebook page because I'm not going to sit there and post every single page on freaking Twitter or whatever right. and on the it's website. Too much of a pain in the ass. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do a lot of it on the Twitter sites. I mean, on Facebook. So definitely follow us. Like we love you guys and shit, but yeah. we at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got shit to do. Sorry, you can't make it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to have some fun. <laughs> oh man, but uh, yeah, so. So that's gonna be that's gonna be heavy. We're gonna be you know that's when it's we're, less than a month away. We're dude. rolling out some yeah. YouTube shit. Yeah, we're, we're gonna be rolling so out the YouTube Lazy shit. Geeks YouTube channel is yeah. gonna jump off. Yeah. So we're gonna start it right. Big things. Big things. <laughs> Everything seems to be coming out on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's less than a month away, man. Yeah, I know. I know. It's kind of crazy. Tripping. Uh, and um, yeah, so. Bad news for uh, people that are still waiting out, to, still holding out to join Verizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Verizon's ending its unlimited data plan. You mean like, still holding out until they're, you know, upper middle class? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Verizon's ending its unlimited data plan. Wah, wah. Starting, uh, Sprint, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> starting July 7th, Verizon will end the unlimited plan. If you have the unlimited plan now... Um, or or sign up um, before the 7th. You'll be grandfathered into the unlimited plan, yeah, so they, don't worry. But if you downgrade, it's gone. Yeah. You can't go back yeah, to if it. You, if you change the plan and like, oh, well, I don't want a smartphone, and you da- um, down, you get rid of it, then try to get it again. You won't get it. Yeah. The new plan will be 2 gigabytes at $30, 5 gigs at $50, and 10 gigs at $80. Uh, and honestly, most people don't, use more don't than two need gigs. unlimited. Really... There's apps that you can download that will track how much you're using and, yeah. and really see how much you're using and yeah. see if you need it. Actually, the, I, I have Sprint. I know the, the Sprint website tells me how much data I've used, and I don't even approach two gigs most days. Well, um, the Verizon website. If you go into your if you go into uh, your account on Verizon website, you can actually see how much data you're using. I don't use that much, but uh, I use for Comic Con. I'll probably be using. No, I use a because I do the stories on the phone most of the time and I'm uploading and I'm downloading pictures and stuff like that. I would but the five gig would be fine for me. Yeah. You know, like maybe a little over the two. I like to stream a video that there and again, you know, but a certain type of video. Oh wow. <laughs> Um in regards to overage it'll be ten dollars per gig over. So that's not too bad. But yeah, I Still sucks because you know. Uh, well, it's the writing's on the wall. Yeah, and it's been and on the wall, and even I'm saying Sprint's been eventually Sprint won't have it either. Yeah, Sprint's so you know, and and but that's kind of their main selling card right now. Yeah, so and it it sucks too because like you know we're struggling to get 4G over here, and you have like 
countries like Asia, you know, Japan and Hong Kong that have like 80G right now. <laughs> they're ridiculous. They don't even number it yeah, anymore. It's just G. It's Roman numerals yeah. now. <laughs> they don't even have actually. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Uh, but it's been uh, rebooted and remade. <laughs> exactly, and it's still a lot better than what we have. Because I actually saw a Wired article that said what four um, G that we consider four G and what actual four G was over in the UK. We're not even at the no. Qu- other countries are laughing at us. Yeah, they're just like that's four. There's third world countries that have better internet than we do, <laughs> and it's all because the fucking companies keep it low because it keeps their costs down until their competitor raises it they won't raise it yeah. it's all bullshit and we know at t won't be revolutionizing anything any soon uh, so no. well next one if you guys were picking up uh, the latest Superman issue you might have noticed a little change <laughs> uh, at the last minute DC pulled the original continu- story that was continuing the ground grounded storyline which you know which is Superman basically grounded He's walking. He's America, walking. walking but he's, he's got a little perspective that maybe he's not... Well, uh, personally, I think the what happened that set it all off was a little fucking stupid, but um, it's cool, because he's, he's like, you know what, I need to get more in touch with my quote-unquote human side. You know, his right. not acting like a god all the time. So he's walking across the country... And he's, you know, well, he's walking on the world or the country? No, the country. Yeah, the country. Yeah, keep it low. Well, he can't walk on water. Then people really get pissed off. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you gotta have you got to have the North America tour before you do the world tour. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, you always do the world tour second. You know, you try to keep, oh, whatever. So, he, um, he's walking around and he's just seeing small time, you know, stuff and, you know, feeling good about himself. But, uh, yeah, and, and this particular issue was supposed to sh- focus in on a, uh, on a, potential new hero uh, called Sharif, which was actually supposed to be a Muslim superhero. Oh, and, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. But at the last minute, they replaced it with an old Kurt... Kurt... Uh, Bis- How do you pronounce his last name? Buskik? Busik story about Crypto the Superdog from 2007. And uh, DC gave no reason for the pool, and but promised the series will well, end as originally planned. Why should they with something <laughs> like Crypto the Superdog? <laughs> uh, Chris Robinson, who's the uh, um, who's been continuing the story, said that it was approved back in November and completed in April. When it was supposed to go to the printers in the third week of May, DC pulled the plug. So somewhere out there, that comic with the Muslim hero is is there. Yeah, somewhere. Well, and, and really, honestly, do we? seriously live in a time where we can't have a Muslim superhero? Well, I'm wondering if that, if they did, if they pulled it because of that 900 backlash, which was completely retarded. That yeah, was, it's, that's a lot of people misunderstanding a comic book. Yeah. That, that's all it, that it was. was an, it was a mini story at the end of the comic that didn't even deal with the main story arc. And uh, so I'm wondering... Where he just repeated something that's been true since like the 30s. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm curious as to why DC pulled it, and if that was the reason for it. But also, too, I'm kind of curious as to why no one really paid much attention to it. Only a couple of websites really mentioned it. No one really cared. Yeah, and it kind of was like, really? This is kind of... You're, you're going to settle and say, like, oh, okay. Well, I'm telling you, shoot up. Unfortunately, the majority... There's a mass majority of the American public that feels that anything Muslim, it reminds them of terrorism. Yeah, unfortunately. But the thing is, is that all the sites that went quickly to defend the 900 story weren't even there to 
yeah. even say like, well, why did you pull it? Why did you pull it? No, it's kind of like there was only which is why DC's not saying it. Yeah, but uh, nobody, you know, it's like kind of like really, you guys, you guys are okay with crypto. Yeah. You know, I mean, people like even IGN made a little. <laughs> yeah, here's. Did you read the new crypto, uh, the new uh, Superman uh, comic about a dog? Haha. <laughs> but then never explained, and I'm like, well, I don't get it. I'm trying to. That dog's always been around anyway. You always see him walk around a stupid yeah. fucking fortress of solitude. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering. Hmm. Crypto the super dog. <laughs> uh, Remember that cartoon? It was. Crypto, and then it was like a Batman dog, and oh god, I think it was a Green Lantern dog too. That was really dumb. <laughs> uh, so I see we got uh, another Duke Nukem remake, dude. Okay, first of all, Duke Nukem Forever was was a sequel, finally, um, <laughs> but now we're talking about a straight out remake of the first game. Uh, this fuck <laughs> the picture I chose. It was fucking badass because it was the the right in the beginning of the original one. It's not it's not the remade picture. It's the original shit. We first get the gun. <laughs> um, this Danish studio uh, called Interceptor Entertainment um, got the green light from Gearbox to make Duke Nukem 3D Reloaded. Uh, <laughs> so they've already made they're this already on the Unreal 3 engine, oh, which wow. is kind of makes me happy. Um, <laughs> Quoted a near pixel perfect copy of the first level called Hollywood Holocaust um, was made, and they quickly realized that we got we got to keep going because this is sick. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a scene by it's gonna be scene by scene, level by level. The only stuff they're gonna really change they want to change is like if it's a cinematic that involves NPCs, like something you're not controlling. They want to upgrade that, right. but the gameplay, the level design. I mean, there's going to be little tweaks, maybe something, a mistake that was made back in the day. The game was not perfect off that old <laughs> Doom engine that it was running yeah. on. Um, but it, this is really cool. I mean, expect this at the end of this year. Um, expect it then, but you never know. Um, this is just cool because this game is just sick. I mean, I've actually been playing Duke Nukem Forever. I'll probably review it when I finish it. And um, Duke Nukem Forever has been getting a lot of flight, but it's just a Duke Nukem game. It's not Call yeah. of Duty. Well, you know? I think I think the the problem is is that they should have done this first. Yeah, so everyone can come realize what they're messing with. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's that's the fault of a lot of this stuff is you know they wait too long and they don't r- throw out. Oh yeah, this is what the in case you built up the game in your mind. Oh my god, I was a kid and I love that thing. Yeah. yeah, you were a kid, but now here's the game. See if it stands up. You know, and then yeah. it's just like eh. it's a good game. It's fun. What's well, a Duke Nukem supposed to be that? Yeah, I, think, I, mean, I think people take it a little too. People need to soon. realize is you can't fuck with the Duke, all right? <laughs> like, he could be in a shitty game and it's still fun. <laughs> but um, no, but the the reloaded thing it looks pretty cool, man. Moving on to video games and how they look. Um, <laughs> nice segue. Nice Battlefield. Finally, Battlefield <laughs> Three, as we know, is of course gonna be on the PC. It's also going to be on um, the Wii. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on um, the Xbox 360 and the PS3. I was going to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> now, Dyson Electronic Arts, uh, they were showing off Battlefield 3 um, on Jimmy Fallon late night. Now, all the shots that we've seen before this have been from the PC, and they have looked like God made them. Like, they just look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously... 
the console versions are not going to look as good as the PC. Right. This a few people were kind of upset about this. A few stupid people. Um, it's just the way it is, people. The PC yeah. is always Gonna a bit ahead. Better. Yeah, you know, it, it upgrades faster. Um, now, don't get me wrong, though. Shit looked cool. Yeah. Yeah, it still looked good. Video's up on uh, thelazygeeks.com right now from Jimmy Fallon. It looks beautiful. I mean, the game looks amazing. I think it looks it looks better than Black Ops to me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's really what what everyone's going to be look, basing <laughs> it on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really cool. Also, a little bit of pre-order stuff. The PS3 owners... Um, if you buy if you buy it Battlefield three on the PS three, you get Battlefield nineteen forty three. Yeah. Um, on the same disc, and yeah. that nineteen forty three was a good game. Yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. Also, um, just just to clarify, the only real difference between the PC version and the console versions graphically, okay, PC version looks a little better, um, but one main difference to keep in mind is the multiplayer. Consoles will be limited to 24 players in a single game, which is still a lot of fucking people running yeah. around with guns. <laughs> PC, 64. Oh, shit. Right? Imagine <laughs> that shit. So, I mean, take If you it, think it's tough with just you and three of your buddies... Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, take that as you will. I personally think, although 64 is sick, 24 should be enough yeah. to play a good match. Um, but, yeah, that just... It looks good on console. Get the fucking game. Pre-order that, oh, yeah. bitch. Just do everything, dude. Do everything nasty to it. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, speaking of sounding awesome. Speaking of sounding awesome, and speaking of being nasty. <laughs> Segway. Uh, this isn't on the show now. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, confused for a second. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Gary, Gary Gygax. If I remember from Townsend's last name, I'm sorry. Gary Gygax, uh, the inventor of Dungeons & Dragons, which is just... The influence of Dungeons and Dragons goes beyond me explaining it <laughs> to video games, to movies, to pop culture. Just it's everywhere. Obviously, he died uh, in 2008 of a. Uh, I have it listed here. I wrote an article about it uh, yesterday. He died. He had heart problems. I can't. I can't remember exactly. Oh, I'm sorry. He suffered from two strokes in 2004. It was diagnosed with an ab abdominal. Aortic aneurysm, Ooh. which took his life on March 4th, 4th of 2008. So now, a monument's been okayed in his hometown of Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Yeah, man! The Board of Park Commissioners in that little town uh, has okayed it in Donnan Don Park. A 10 foot by 10 foot space has been set aside for the statue. So when asked... What what might the statue look like? You know, because they really haven't officially designed it. Right, but they right. have some working ideas. Quoted, a castle turret with a bust on top of, obviously, Gary Gygax, and possibly <laughs> have a dragon wrapped around the turret. Ugh! That's sick. That means that Lake Geneva, Wisconsin will become the sickest city in the fucking country. <laughs> right? Right. So, I mean, I'm throwing this out there, all jokes aside. I mean, you know, you can say what you want about Dungeons & Dragons. This dude is. This dude was known to be like one of the sweetest old men in the planet. You know, he's always. He was always at cons. He was always with the fans, and just the Dungeons and Dragons, like, craze. I mean, for tabletop games, almost every tabletop game that's ever been played is is based off of Dungeons and Dragons. Video games, Bioware, yeah, Bioware is big thanks. They should go <laughs> build the freaking statue. So I mean. 
the math too. The math behind Dungeons and Dragons ran a lot of game engines, especially in the eighties and stuff like that. So it's cool that he's getting some respect. American visionary baby. I'm gonna put him up there with Henry Ford. <laughs> right? No, this is a boss. The Wright man. brothers. The Wright brothers. George Washington. This is a straight boss, and I'm happy he's getting some respect. Because there was a lot of flack with the Dragons back in the day, you remember that yeah. shit. Alright, that's it. That's oh, all the news man. I got. Dang. That's cool though. Yeah, you can just kind of see being all epic and shit. Yeah. You know, the dragon wrapped around. They should have they like should have right the, above his head. Yeah, dude. Like, they should have the bus where he's looking to the future with his hands <laughs> on the hips, dude. What is he? Is that from Cochran? You know? Yes, looking up to the skies with, the, with his hand reaching out to the stars. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Hey, so we got what, some uh, new, yeah, releases. new releases. We have a lot of new releases. Yeah, we got quite a few new releases coming out. We've got uh, in the movie theaters this week. We've got Cars two. And, uh, Which has kind of been doing some Buster yeah. stats and Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, we got Cars 2 that, that's um, come out, which has gotten 38% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is just kind of kind of low. Uh, we also have uh, Bad Teacher, which has actually gotten better, <laughs> 48% yeah, but on Rotten even Tomatoes. Even at 48%. Even at 48%, but, but remember, that's critics. It's, it's, it's a critics movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know. It's not a rom-com, so people right. aren't going to love it. Yeah. Also coming out on Wednesday, uh, and it's not on the show notes, but uh, Transformers. We had Transformers yes. 3 coming out. No, it is out. And Transformers Dark, it's on DVDs, by mistake. Because oh. I put it on here. Oh, you did. <laughs> and I put it in the wrong one. Transformers <laughs> Dark, Dark of the, the Moon. Moon. That's the... Not coming out on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh... I'll fix that right here. Did we get um, a uh, because Rotten Tomatoes uh, on that? Uh, actually, I don't think we did, because it's Michael Bay. Let me go ahead. 120%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right? right? I know, right? This new, the new Transformers looks sick, dude! And so, ma- so, so many shit, dude. So many people are hating on it because it's Michael Bay and whatever, and it's just like, But see, on. Michael Bay's perfect for it because he likes to blow shit up. I know, and that's one thing that, that, that bothers me. It's like, why is everybody... The uh, second one kind of felt... It was still fun to watch, but it wasn't... It wasn't nearly as good as the first one. Yeah. No but, reviews yet, but it's uh, boasting 94% of people that want to see it. Yeah, man! And uh, it does look cool. I mean, it looks cool to me i mean it looks like you know hopefully it'll make up for the disaster that was the second one yeah um so I, it was okay i hated it i was all right with it. i still had fun watching big robots <laughs> but those two little ghetto robots were on my nerves yeah those there's the, no need for that the little racist robots yeah that, yes master let's yeah. move, let's, <laughs> let's move on to dvds because i want you to say the first one and i want you to say it slowly <laughs> the coming out this week on blu-ray and dvd is Sucker Punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we got Actually, this whole list is sick, dude. <laughs> uh, we got Sucker Punch coming out this week. Serenity. Yes. Blu-ray DVD Blu-ray combo. Blu-ray DVD combo. Pick this shit up if you haven't yeah. seen it. It's all, uh, Also, if you broke, it's on Netflix. Also, the best movie ever, The Last Starfighter. Yes. Blu-ray DVD, Blu-ray DVD combo. combo. Last Starfighter was sick. I love the Last Starfighter. Yeah. That was. I mean, it's gonna you be cheesy. You bought that for old man, dude, didn't you? Uh, yeah. On DVD. On, D- on Blu-ray. Yeah. No, it was Blu-ray. Oh, Blu-ray. Blu-ray only. But this is the Blu-ray DVD combo. So well, if you haven't, if you still have the VHS and you're looking for a reason to buy the DVD, just buy the DVD. You Blu-ray got that combo. bitch on Laserdisc. <laughs> Upgrade your shit. <laughs> <laughs> and of course. Lord of the Rings Extended Edition yes. in Blu-ray 8-disc set. You shall not pass! <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's, boss, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, I'm gonna get a little water break. Water break! Give me, give me one. Give me another one. Too. Bam! I one already. We need to hydrate. I know. We need to hydrate. Stop <laughs> drinking so much damn soda. I know, right? Busters. <laughs> uh, 
We got games. So, uh, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil the, the Mercenaries, Mercenaries for the Nintendo 3DS. We're going to say it all together now. <laughs> uh, Ooh, Torchlight, Torchlight 2. 2! The first one's sick. And we'll see if the second one holds up. Uh, Super Street Fighter 2 Arcade Edition Xbox Live. It's Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are a lot of people that want yeah, that arcade yeah. edition. It's, it's sick. Yeah, it's the Arcade Fighter. Edition. Uh, Black Ops Annihilation, downloadable content. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then Crisis 2 Dissemination Pack. I still haven't so. played that game. I got sitting at the house, and I haven't touched <laughs> You have no TV right now. You have a perfect, perfect opportunity right? to, to play it. Right. <laughs> Netflix, we've got Black Death. I know you want to say the next one. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie! <laughs> Just because it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> See it. It's so racist, too. Oh, I know. This is Netflix streaming, by the way. Uh, yeah, Vanishing yeah. on 7th Street, Almighty Thor, The Kennedys, which was that controversial uh, series that came out with Katie Holmes. The reason I put on this is because Katie Holmes. And, you know, she's still fuckable. Very, very classy, <laughs> Yeah, dude. I thought so, you know. She is, though. Yeah, you know yeah. she's one of them. She's one of our subscribers, you know. Yeah, she listens to us on Yeah, there's a lot of Scientologists <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> Well, you didn't get that email from Tom Cruise? We're not, sent, we're not broadcasting to the spaceship. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're not broadcasting to the mothership. Uh, and then Stan Lee's Superhuman Season 1. You can just see, say Stan Lee. Yeah, Stan Lee. It's like, I, I've, I've watched the show. It's, it's I haven't cool. seen it. It's, I heard it was kind of cheesy. It's kind of cheesy, but it's Stan Lee. Come on. Yeah. You know, he's, it's Stan Lee. Show some respect. Yeah, I know. you got to show some respect there. So it's a good week coming out. If you have money, if you're not saving for Comic-Con, great like week us. for you. <laughs> great week for you. If you're saving up for Comic-Con like us... You hate this week because you see, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I need to get these, and you can't. Uh, so, uh, this week, I was uh, I was watching this uh, TV sh This I was watching, <laughs> as you can tell, this is nothing on TV when I'm watching CNBC. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was watching... You just turn it off and read a book. <laughs> I had done that earlier and then turned it on. I was like, oh, really? So I, I kind of <laughs> got mad because then I'm thinking, if I had not read and watched all the good shit, then when the bad shit came on, then I could have read. Yeah. But probably. But I was watching this uh, documentary called Crack Buried, uh, The Truth About Information Overload. And it is kind of something that we had talked about a, like uh, a couple weeks ago where we were talking about too much yeah. media information. Well, these guys were talking... They were focusing in on people that are so addicted to their phones, their smartphones and all that stuff, that we've kind of come up with this delusion that we're able to multitask, which is they, they go, is extremely delusional. We, ha we, we have no ability. All we've become better is to heighten our attention deficit disorder. <laughs> yeah. Now, because you never really, you're not on the phone and listening to that conversation. Yeah. You're half-assed listening to that conversation. That's one you're of the on good things about not having AT and T and that talk and um, talk and surf thing, because you know the person sitting there, you're you're sitting there surfing the web, looking at you know IGN's Babe of the Week, Babeology, oh. and then uh, you know you've got you know the the person on the other end of the line going, so do you want to invest that hundred thousand dollars in this? Oh yeah, 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 yeah sure, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Okay, now you owe us five hundred thousand. No. <laughs> But they did. They conducted a couple of tests on on TV, and and I, I looked at it and I was like, okay, they had this one where they had a, a group of people in white shirts and a group of people in um, black shirts, and they had them doing this. That's racist. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was. I, I know. I first said, I go, why I gotta be black and white, huh? Why 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 they gotta be that? You know why? Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but they had them doing this basketball routine, right? Where they're passing the ball and they go, how many times did the ball get passed to the people in the white shirts? 
So you sat there and you counted. I was like, okay, it was like something like 32 times. And they go, okay, if you guess 32, you're right. However, did you notice the witch that walked through? And all of a sudden I was like, what? And they replayed the video. And literally there's a witch that walked in, stood in the middle of the thing, and then stepped out. But you're fixated on counting how many times the ball got like passed. Like a real person? A real person. A real person you walked in. a witch? Yeah. Like a creepy witch? Like the witch or a from... a sexy witch. <laughs> the, it was the witch from Wizard of Oz. Oh. You know, and... You so know, a she, sexy witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks in, like, right in the middle, and then steps out. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even see her. So it was kind wow. of... It was, they were doing tests like that, and they also did this live test where they had people... Um, this guy on a unicycle, dressed as a clown, juggling, riding through this quad area where all these kids are walking through. And you see a lot of them looking at them. And, but they noticed that the people with smartphones that were there didn't even see them. And they said people listening to music were like looking up and going, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And uh, they showed one. They showed this, this, this guy and this girl and they're walking and they're on their phones texting. Guys, texting each other probably. Yeah, yeah, probably. And he r- rode around them twice. Yeah. They never looked up from the And you know phone. what? That's terrifying because it honestly means that these people are going to hit by a car one of these days. Yeah. And the thing was is that they had asked them afterwards, like, did you see the clown? And then they looked and they're like, oh, God, no, we didn't even see them. And they're like, and they're the highest group of saying, oh, no, no, I can do more than one thing at a time. No, you can't. No, you that think was, you can. Yeah, you think and, you and can. And a lot of people will be like, because... I'm I'm doing a lot of different stuff on the computer. It's like yes, but you are switching tasks quickly. Yeah. yeah. But you're not doing it all at once. Yeah, and they they were saying that no, you're not multitasking. You're actually yeah, you're cutting yourself off each time. Yeah. And you're Which still takes some skill. Yeah. Like the but, younger people can do it now. I can do it. You can do it. But like but still, it's not multitasking. Yeah, and it's Jack I, multitasking. I you know, and uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's and uh they were saying that uh, there's no one is truly able to multitask. That it you uh, that mostly we're half aware and more likely to create mistakes. Yeah, because uh, you're half doing both things. Yeah, you're not paying attention to one thing fully. And you know they were you know they were showing like you know they were doing a pan of like this office and you have somebody on their iPad but at the same time doing something on the computer. Yeah, which you know we've all done. You know, yeah, when I'm but it's for shit that's not important. Yeah, when yeah. you're, you know, and even, you know, like, writing an article, sometimes I'll get an email from uh, from Sapien, and then I'm switching gears, going back and forth, and then coming back to the article, okay, what the fuck was I saying? And then, you know, you gotta try to, you gotta reread to make yeah. sure you get your flow back. But they were showing people like, you know, uh, people that, video, actually, this one, this was kind of creepy, though. They had this dude in a bus, and he's is driving and texting. And the bus is full of hand- handicapped people. People in wheelchairs, stuff like that. Really, dude? Yeah. And he's driving with his hands at the top of the steering wheel, and he's texting. They have the cameras showing on him, the, all the, 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 the cameras. They have the one on him, one in the back. And the people in the back don't even notice. They can't even see the driver. And then, of course, they have the camera facing front of the, of the bus. Rear ends a car. And then you wow. hear the guy going, fuck, fuck. You know, and I was like going... Really, dude? If you're in charge of people's lives... Handicapped people. Yeah, handicapped. I mean, that's a, that's a special place in hell yeah. for people like that. Like, why... The problem I have with this little tidbit of humanity is why... When did texting become this important? Yeah. Like, you can't wait. You're, you know, it's... Just wait. There's really nothing else to say. Just wait. My favorite is when people go, Dude, 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 text me... Um, they're like, hey, um, do you have a minute? 
dude, call, you, I need to talk to you. Dude, it's important. Then you finally get back and go, hey, what's up? And then they don't text you back for like yeah. a half hour. And you're like, I hate that shit. You're like, um, you're just telling me it's important. And it's, it's a- sometimes it's a legit reason, but it just sucks. Yeah, because <laughs> you're just like, okay, now I'm amped up. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then they, they, they mentioned the, uh, well, out we uh, in L.A., there was a big Metrolink uh, train accident a few years ago in Chatsworth. And a uh, train crashed into another train, killing so many people. Why? Because the guy was texting and missed the track change. Oh, my. And, uh, so, you know... What a chunk. And it, it's just stuff like that. I'd like going, dude, if you're responsible, if you're, you know, flying an airplane, you're driving some, you're driving people around, you know, it's your job. You, you think you might want to pay a little more attention to that? Just a small amount? A smidge. <laughs> a smidge. You know, you might want to kind of... Hey. You might want to stop being an asshole. <laughs> like, just straight out. I mean... <laughs> When I'm when I'm in the car, I don't even answer the phone. It's not that important. Yeah. Unless I have my Bluetooth in my ear, which I never do. Yeah, I was gonna say, really? but I have a Bluetooth. It's a nice one too. <laughs> I never use it. I use it when I'm playing PlayStation. Because <laughs> honestly, for me, and I'm very connected to social networking and the internet and phones and all that bullshit. But there's a time and a place. If yeah. I'm driving a car, I'm driving a fucking car. There's nothing else for me to do right yeah. now. Yeah, and I was just, I was watching that, and I was thinking, you know, well... Like, don't do shit when I'm walking. I hate that shit. (laughs) That's extra stupid. (laughs) Well, it was like, uh, especially when you trip, while you're, you know, trying to There's no excuse. There's nothing for you to say. It's like, I'm a jackass. (laughs) I'm trying to be on the phone and walk. Like, uh, uh, old man dude and I were watching uh, this History Channel show called 100 Things That Changed the, um, 100 Gadgets That Changed the World. And, um... You know, and they were bringing up all this stuff, and I was thinking, like, you know, a lot of the stuff that was new was in the bottom 50. Nintendo Entertainment System. <laughs> you know, they had the the, the iPod and uh, the, you know, GPS, and all that stuff was, was pretty low on the on the, uh, the list, mostly because most of the other stuff that basically was a spinoff of that, the, the original creation of it was, you know, higher up on the list. But I was looking at it, and I'm thinking, like, number one was a cell phone. The smartphone. And that makes sense. It's the- that does Even though it's relatively new, the smartphone has complete... We have instant access to all human knowledge. Yeah. As long as you pay your bill. <laughs> and you have the Wikipedia app, you know. Because <laughs> that's the source. <laughs> the source Seriously, of now, it's not even an issue anymore. Yeah. Like, I'll be sitting there and be like, someone just go, I wonder what, I wonder what, like, who ran China in fucking 1623? <laughs> Hold on a second. Yeah. You know, it's like... Yeah, and by the way, if you don't have a Wikipedia app, it's fail. You just fail. Yeah, I mean the Wikipedia website's function, but the app's pretty slick. Yeah, the app is pretty is pretty nice. And it's like free and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I was looking at it and I was like I was telling old man dude, I'm like, think about it. Like ten years ago, I was okay. I had internet on my desktop. And, <laughs> I didn't have a desktop anymore. You know, and uh, I no, ten years ago. I had a desktop which where my internet was. Didn't have a cell phone, much less a smartphone, but that was it. My internet was at home, and I and when I left to go, I didn't get people calling me. I didn't have anything. To, when I stayed at home, I, when I had nothing to do, play video games, watch TV, whatever, read whatever. But now it's like I'm going through my Twitter feed when I'm watching TV. You know, it's like it's constant. It's like when you you go, oh my god, I left my phone. Then you kind of have that moment of like, oh my god, this is weird. 
Yeah. It's, you know what's funny is I forgot my phone a couple days ago at work. And I was like, oh, shit, I forgot my phone. Which is annoying because sometimes it gets boring at work and I play on my phone. Hmm. You know, whatever. <laughs> it's better than playing with yourself. Oh. No, it's a bad At work. At work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, at your desk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of leg room, buddy. I can fit, I can fit something under there to play with it for me. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about now. Oh, I forgot my phone. And I was like, shit, I forgot my phone. That was where it ended. You know, I was like, shit, yeah. I forgot my phone. People around me literally brought it up five times. Like, I can't believe you brought it up. Like, how are you even getting through the day? I'm like, it, it's, really become ex- it's become acceptable that you can leave your wallet at home. Yeah. Like, oh, you have your identification home. and yeah, money. Money and, and credit cards and all that stuff. But God forbid you leave your cell phone at home. And yeah. it's like, you know, and it's just like, really? It's like, sometimes when I leave my cell phone at home, it's very freeing, because nobody calls me. Yeah, or, oh, I locked my keys in the car. Oh, okay. Oh, but I got my cell phone. Oh, yeah, you will then just call, uh, you know, yeah. then it's like, oh, okay, we got your cell phone, you sure, you're fine. It's like, no. No, you're not fine, jackass, because yeah. <laughs> your keys are in the car. So, oh, okay, I can talk on the phone until I get home, which might be like five hours later. Yeah. But it's just, it was just kind of like, it's ridiculous, though, it's just how much we're we're encompassed in this whole you know, and it's silly shit. Especially when you're running a site like we are. Like, you know, we got to do the news stories. We got to link it to Twitter and Facebook. And so you're kind of in that at the same time trying to promote the site and trying to promote the podcast and all that stuff. You, you're I'm constantly staring at a fucking screen. Yeah. And 24 it's 24 hours a day. <laughs> and it, it, it's just, it's, I don't know. And, you know, and I find myself that it's harder for me to sit down Leave my phone in my room, which I have tried this before and it pisses me off. But like, I'll sit and, and I'll go, okay, I'm going to work on a script that I've been working on for a while. I'm going to finally sit down and, and work on it. I'll sit down at my desk, in my desk chair, have everything all set up. And then suddenly I'll leave my phone in my room going, I'm going to leave my phone over here because I don't need it with me while I'm over there. I start working, then all of a sudden I hear my ringtone going out. Somebody's texting me. Somebody sends me an email. And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to write, but then you have that goddamn urge to, like, well, what if it's something important? Yeah. What if it's going? And then you go, and of course, it's like, like for me, it's like, oh, I got an email from Bank of America. Your statement's available. Yeah. And it's like, really? Or me, and then you go, what's that? <laughs> I know. I was bored or something. Then it's, then it's safe, and you go, so what you doing? I was writing a script, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah? Well, I don't give a fuck, because I'm bored. <laughs> no, your response would be, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> And then I won't talk to you for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it gets boring at work. <laughs> it happens, right? Oh man. But yeah, it's, so it just it just kind of intrigued me of like we, we have the self delusion that we can multitask. Yeah. Yeah. Well you can't. If you think you can, you can't. Here's the biggest here's the biggest thing. Sit on your phone. Well not sit on your phone, but sit down, hold your phone. Because some Ass people style. will be like some people will be like, Okay, I'm sitting on my phone. Uh, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, do all the shit you do on your phone, and listen, and then turn on, turn on something on TV, and then try to remember, without rewinding it on your DVR. Yeah, don't cheat. And have somebody with you to prove this, and then be able to tell them exactly what was happening on TV. To the T. To the T. News broadcast better, because nobody pays attention to the news. Mm. Tell the new, what was the last news story about? Not so, G4, that's cheating yeah. too. You'll <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it better not be like a rerun you've seen like 80 times, you know? Yeah. Oh man, I love this episode of Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> <laughs> so, switching gears. <laughs> I, uh. I don't want to 
want to go too into this, but just a trend that I'm noticing, and everyone else is noticing too, but just wanted to address it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you done? Uh, Why don't you check your phone yeah. and just chill <laughs> out? Yeah. Um, dead. <laughs> My phone's actually in the other room. Yeah, I know, it's still charging. Um, every MMO <laughs> is going free to play. <laughs> Like, there was that moment where you couldn't remember where the fuck you were going with this. I wanted to know how to stop it. Like, okay, obviously World of Warcraft is not free to play, because if they could if they could possibly charge you $100 a day, they would. And people will pay yeah, $100. For some dumb reason. <laughs> Every MMO is going free to play. Lord of the Rings went free to play, and they're very successful at it. Dungeons Dragons Online went free to play, same company, but they still did it. Um, Lego Universe is going to have free to play. Uh, there were a bunch of games from Asia that were already free-to-play, because they invented free-to-play games. Um, what's the other game that went fucking... Team Fortress Team 2 Fortress, went free-to-play. Yeah. Uh, that's not really an MMO, but still. <laughs> um, there's just too many lists, really. There's free-to-play, 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 free-to-play. So, my problem is, is, is this a good thing? Because they're not going to get a steady stream of money anymore. Age of Conan. Age of Conan went free to play. I wanted to try that one too. Um, Just Google search that. Yeah, <laughs> Star Trek Online will most likely go free to play eventually. Hope since if if they still continue it after they got bought out. Yeah, because that. Well, is anyone playing it? I don't know. I'm not. That's all yeah. that I care about. That was the only person I knew who played it. So, um, and I liked it when I played it. But so I'm, basically, my question is, and what I want to discuss is: this a good thing? Is free to play the new, you know, the new fucking great thing to do, or do we think this is going to be a bad thing? Do we think that the quality of the games, the development time is going to go down? You know, what, what, what do you think, Nomad? <laughs> um, yeah, I was thinking about this too, and uh, you know, I looked at it and I thought, it, it to me, it makes sense because the thing is, is that when you think of MMO. Or, you know, multimedia online. Uh, you know, when you think it's of... It's actually massively... Massively, yeah. Multiplayer. Multiplayer. That's online. Like, whatever. I don't play MMOs all that much. Because I don't give a I don't, shit. I don't really either anymore, so... <laughs> but the thing is, is that, um, you know, I, I thought about it. And when you think of, you know, MMOs, you, I, for some reason, you know, you all automatically think of World of Warcraft. And, you know, yeah, you right, have to... Yeah. yeah, you have to play it. You have to pay for it and all that stuff, and... And I, I think what's cool is that people are always looking for other games, especially like, you know, well, like you, every time you were playing EVE Online, you were looking for something else, mm -hmm. and then you found another game to play online. Um, I, Which is why I don't play MMOs anymore, yeah. <laughs> because I'm always switching games. I, I think it's good exposure, especially now. It, you know, to me, it's like, a, it's like a glorified demo. Yeah. Because if people play it, and they start to like, well, I want that, because the gamer mentality always has to want more. Yeah. You always want to get that upgrade. You want to get that pack. You want to get, you know, that expansion. You need, you want all of this Which, stuff. Which, I mean, the industry created that. Yeah. And, yeah <laughs> so, and they, so they want you to want that. Yeah. And so you're going to pay for that, you know, whether you want it or not. You know, what? Not, 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 let me rephrase that. You, you're going to pay for it because you're going to want it inherently. Because you're going to get bored of what it is. And if you look at it and you're like, oh, that's not too bad. Because you'll always rationalize 
the yeah. price, you know. Well, it's only 15 bucks, you know. I'm probably going to play like 15 hours. It's really only a dollar an hour. And uh. <laughs> then you're, you know, so I, I personally think it, it's. I mean, I know there'll be some gamers out there who'll be like, no, this is the kind of shit that's ruined the gaming industry. And you know what? The gaming industry's been ruined for 10 years, so get over it. Yeah. You know, just deal with it, all right? Um, it's, uh, once it started making a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> once Activision became what it is, oh, it was over. And it, reality. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? What I like about the gaming industry, though, is that there is the mainstream part of it, but then there's the indie side of it, just like movies, you yeah. know? Um, but I think... I personally think the free-to-play thing, just like you said, it's like glorified demos. Like, look at most free-to-play games now, the ones that went free-to-play, like Lord of the Rings, for I'll take you as an example, since I have the most experience with that one. Um, they have a paid version, just like they used to, and it unlocks everything, and you yeah. don't have to buy anything. And then they have the free-to-play, and you have to buy quest packs, you have to buy this, you have to buy that. I mean, you don't have to, you can play the fucking game without, but whatever. Um, I think that it's better than a demo, because obviously you're getting way more of a game. Well, yeah. I think the business model, from a business sense, is intelligent, because they are making money off microtransactions, and yeah. a lot of it is just silly shit. My problem is, is a lot of these free-to-play games come out, and they're so shitty. Yeah. <laughs> because they're not getting a constant stream of, of money, you know, or they're just half-assing it, because they just want to make money, you know yeah. what I mean? And or the store, it ends up where you absolutely positively need to go to the store. Yeah. And if you don't, if you're not rich, like some people, <laughs> you you won't be able to get the epic fucking gear, and you'll be a little bitch in the game, and then yeah. you won't want to play it. And, and yeah, I mean, basically, you know, with that with that whole going, you know, I I think that the thing is going to be is that it will test the validity of a game. Like you were saying, there is shit that comes out. Yeah. And but there's also like Lord of the, you know like Lord of the Rings, you know that the the good the the good stuff that comes out of it. So, you know, it, it's going to kind of make or break you cuz if you go in half-assing it, you're not going to make anything. Yeah. Cuz most self-respecting gamers will be like this is shit. Why am I why would I I'm glad it's free cuz I wouldn't pay for this crap. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. So there's been especially, you know, unfortunately from the Asian market yeah. The free-to-play from the Asian market, most of them suck. Yeah. You know, and, and you just feel like they're just trying to bleed your wallet. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, this is kind of almost a self-purging, in a way. You know, it, I, think, I think it's going to kind of, you know, purge all the, the crap that comes out. And the stuff that's going to succeed in the yeah. end is going to be the stuff that actually probably went free-to-play. And that was good for a while. And then, you know, went free-to-play. Because I think MMOs right now are going through a big change um world of warcraft has been slowly losing players i mean it's kind of getting i mean it's eventually the world of warcraft bus is going to run out of gas i mean it's like the halo bus yeah you know what i mean i mean world of warcraft is a good game i'm not taking away from it i'm bored with it but i'm not it's still a good game um but you know, there's just a lot of different things, options now. When World of Warcraft came out, there really wasn't any. I mean, there was EverQuest was out. Um, but, I mean, World of Warcraft just, you know, stepped the game up a little bit. You know, and everybody followed. I, I, I think, that, well, what they what Blizzard did was they went ahead and decided to say, well, we can make it more production value, and that will definitely bring people in. Yeah, but Blizzard made MMOs mainstream. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, but I think that, I think, too, it's... It, 
they have to kind of do that because who's going to pay for a, a, a little game that nobody's really going to know about? And so a lot of people are saying, well, if we can just do the free-to-play, then we can get people in to play the game. But the thing is, you have to make the game worth playing. Yeah. Otherwise, you're... Worth get- me downloading it. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, worth the latency issues and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> worth going, fuck, i got to get to level 6 in order to... Yeah, because MMOs are giant time investments. Like, if you want to get anywhere in an MMO, you got to play the shit out of it. You know, and they can sit there, oh, this is for the casual, and fuck you. You need to play the shit out of MMOs to yeah. get anything out of it. Like, EVE Online, which honestly, I... Really sitting down and thinking about it, EVE Online for me is the greatest MMO I've ever played. Obviously, my personal opinion. But for me, EVE Online is is a symphony of gaming. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I do not have time to play that game. Because (laughs) most of the time is traveling or planning. So basically, when you have limited time, you're not actually playing the fucking game. You're setting up shit to play the (laughs) game. You know, so, and if I had free time, oh, believe me, I'd be playing EVE right now. While I'm talking to everyone. Yeah, I know. Multitasking <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> um, no, I just wanted to bring that up into the forefront. It's just something that I've been thinking about a lot. And I think that the MMO market right now is something to really keep your eye on. It's A lot of things are changing. Um, just really think about it. How many games are not do not have a free-to-play model? Yeah. I mean, we have um, Rift. Rift is new. World of Warcraft. Um... The original EverQuest, yeah. the hardcores that are still playing that. That's DC Universe Online. DC Universe isn't free to play. Star Trek's still not. Star Trek's not free to play. Um, the list is getting yeah. shorter. Yeah. Everything else is free to play. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few other games in there too, but the free to play model is definitely getting popular. Whether that's going to be good in the long run or not, it's really too soon to tell. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see because the MMO. Um, but the only genre way genre is big. Yeah, but the only yeah, and I think the only way it's going to get big is if people throw more money at it because I think the stigma right now is free to play is crap. Yeah. So and it's slowly becoming not the the mindset, but that comes a lot from in my experience comes a lot from the World of Warcraft crowd. Yeah. The elitists, you know, they say, well, World of, Warcraft's, World of Warcraft's the best because you have to pay for it, and they know what they're doing. World of Warcraft's the, the best because Blizzard makes it. That's mm-hmm. no idea of their business model. Blizzard's the shit. I mean, I, they don't make bad games. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, but there are plenty of other MMOs out there that are sick. I mean, EVE Online, we're going in the free play, though. Lord of the Rings is sick. Um, I had fun with fucking Allod. Some people don't like that, and I had fun with that. I mean... It's all about having fun. Don't nitpick. Yeah. You know, I mean, World of Warcraft get on your fucking nerves, too. And it gets on my nerves even more because I'm paying $15 a month to play. <laughs> you know, when this, when, when you're playing Lord of the Rings and you haven't paid any money for it, and their server, which is very rare, but let's say the servers went down for a day or something because there was a, a screw-up, maybe Lulsec hacked them or something. <laughs> they do that, too. Um, you're like, oh, that sucks. But you didn't pay anything, so it's yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Kind of like the PlayStation Network being yeah. down. Um, now, when World of Warcraft goes down for five minutes, people flip the fuck out. Really? Really? I fucking paid my shit? Like, what the fuck? Five minutes, dude. And yeah. the forums explode with anger. <laughs> Unrivaled rage. Uh. But uh, that's really all I want to say. I just wanted to say that, you know... Really think about where it's going, 
and just everyone needs to kind of realize that the MMO market is in like a in like a time where it can go either way. Yeah. You know, so who knows what's going to happen? That's true. Mysteries. <laughs> but now we're talking about douchebags. Yes. I think we're moved. It's time for some uh, douchebaggery. Douchebaggery. <laughs> so uh, my first douchebag is. Did you know that there was a website called beautifulpeople.com? I did. Because uh, I read your article. <laughs> well, apparently, um, this is one article that I, I think is kind of bullshit. I think I placed it in the bullshit section because yeah, you did. Uh, I, I thought the whole thing was just a little fishy. Uh, this There's a website, for those of you that don't know, It's a I think it's a Danish website. It has to be something European. But it's it's a totally superficial website. That is designed for beautiful people. That you are actually rated by other people that are in there. You have to go through their selection process. I, mean, I, I happen to be on the front page. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, apparently they booted uh, 30,000 people for being ugly. Okay. And that's a, that's a, uh, <laughs> a self-confidence killer. Well, right I there. mean, it's kind of like the flat-chested broad at Hooters <laughs> trying to get a job. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, uh, you know what they're about when you walk through the door, sweetheart. <laughs> well, see, the, the thing that I have that I call shenanigans is uh, they're claiming that how do the, you know, people were like, how do they get in there to begin with? You know, how did these 30,000 ugly people get into our website? Um, well, apparently they're saying that a virus, uh, the, the, the Shrek virus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, the Shrek virus. Um somehow compromised their rating system and allowed um, ugly people into their website. Hmm. Which usually, for me, usually viruses take you down. Yeah. They don't necessarily... They don't... Well, yeah. I mean, if there's some kind of security that's blocking ugly folk, <laughs> then... But, uh, yeah, apparently this group has a... Uh, uh, they're, they have a... Uh, they were getting a flood of email complaints about slipping standards, which alerted site directors oh my God, that they had I'm gone. Oh my God! So ride. beautiful, yeah. and there's ugly people here. Yeah. So uh, after looking back, looking at everything, and um, eradicating uh, the the virus, supposedly they booted and the filth. Yeah, <laughs> and they they swept out the ugly people. Um, although uh, not everybody's buying this because uh, Graham Coley, a senior technology consultant for. Uh, Sophos, a security-based, um, a security firm based in Britain, said, "No one in the antivirus business has ever seen this malware or heard of anything like it before. I could imagine that hackers might want to break into beautiful people's servers and steal information about users, as the data would be worth something financially. But they say the virus was very focused on just the site's application process, and nothing else was affected." kind of makes yeah. you think yeah that's so true but uh you know people are saying you know some people are saying that yeah i think this is kind of a publicity stunt they're denying it but uh you know they they were also uh they they got some publicity uh yeah in, like i actually know they exist now yeah they got but some I'm not one of the beautiful people they got some publicity uh cup earlier this year because they uh booted uh what was it? Um, searching the article, can't find out the actual number, but they booted several people because they got a little too heavy after the holidays. 
So got a little too heavy. Yeah, after the holidays, mm. so they uh, they booted some people. So that, that's my, what kind of site is this, dude? It's, it's it's a legitimate site. That's what bugs me about this. It's just like really, dude. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that's my uh, number three douchebag. My number one, I mean, my number two douchebag. Hey, man, don't skip. Yeah, I know. My number two douchebag. It's it's one of those that if you can understand and you kind of feel bad for the person, but at the same time you're like, wow, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and this is uh, from Gastonia, North in North Carolina. We haven't had a North Carolina one in a while. We haven't, but we're it's due time. Yeah, it's it's about time. Uh, a man in Gastonia County, New Jersey, um, New Jersey, <laughs> North Carolina, <laughs> was jailed after holding up a bank for one dollar. But the crime was all part of a larger plan, according to the robber. Richard James Verone is 59 and was unemployed with multiple health issues before the crime. Verone says he robbed the RBC Bank in order to go to prison to get treatment. He said it was the only way he could get health care. That sucks. Verone um, has uh, undiagnosed growth in his chest, two ruptured discs, and a problem with his foot. His medical ailments made working uh, difficult after his 17-year career at Coca-Cola deliver- as a Coca-Cola delivery driver ended a few years ago. Uh, he started off, obviously, saving um, off his savings and uh, part-time jobs, but it all came up short. So he decides to rob a bank. He presented the teller with a note explaining that he had robbed the bank for o- and only wanted a dollar. He did not want to scare anybody and was not doing it for the money. He, after receiving the dollar, he told the teller, "I'll be sitting over here when, uh, um, on the chair when the, uh, when the, w- while waiting for the police." Uh, when they arrived, they found Verone sitting on the sofa inside the bank. It was sort of a logical thing. Uh, it's I'm sort of a logical person, and that was my logic. Verone said. If it's called manipulation, then out of necessity, I need medical care, and I guess I am manipulating the courts to get me medical care. Verone didn't use a weapon during his robbery and would most likely get a three-year sentence that will probably not serve more than 12 months. If that. It's kind of genius, dude. Yeah, and he is, ser- he is charged with larceny, um, and is charged with larceny from a person. Problem with that is, yeah, he probably would get a three-year sentence, I doubt he'll actually serve any time because they're going to look at the nature of the crime and the judge is going to say, sorry, bud, I'm probably going to give you probation because it's your first offense. You didn't try to hurt anyone. You're reasoning. And then he's just going to go hurt somebody. (laughs) Yeah, and then the problem is is that he's probably not going to serve any time, so he's going to end up being out out of everything. The problem, too, is that he didn't have a gun and he only robbed of a dollar. That's, like, not even a misdemeanor. I mean, that's, you know, and it's like... You basically borrowed a dollar from the teller. Yeah, and, you know, so... the um, uh, I I feel his pain. I I feel his pain, and it's sad, but... He should have went balls deep, Yeah, you say, like, you know, because $500... Give me, like, a grand or something, you know? I think $500 makes it a felony. Over $500. So you just stole a grand, took whatever money they had. Give me everything you have in the drawer. Yeah, probably knowing his, like, it'd be $4.99. Nah. (laughs) Can't get a break. Yeah. It was one of those things where it's like, dude, can't get, can't cut a break. It was where you just hire a really shitty lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gets the death penalty. He'll be in there for like at least 20 years, you know, before anything happens, so. But he'll be healthy. But he'll be healthy, yeah. My number one douchebag. Oh, what can I say about this number one? Uh, is a pilot from Southwest Airlines. I'm sure most of you have probably heard about this dude. 
this pilot who went into a profanity-laced tirade about uh, having to deal with these flight attendants that are a continuous stream of gays and grannies and grandes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Sounds like a Saturday night. Yeah. So apparently the pilot who was speaking to a fellow crew member uh, used a microphone that became stuck and was heard by others for more than two minutes, the Federal Aviation Administration said. Uh, his mic got stuck in the in the on um, mode, and uh, everybody <laughs> in within range was able to hear this explosive tirade. Nice. Uh, he was saying that he was he was commenting on how he hated being stuck with all of these gays and grannies and grandes and. All the grannies could do would worry about, you know, their grandkids and the money. And he goes, all the um, grandes, he goes, you know, he goes, uh, that I don't even know why I went out drinking with them because, you know, God knows what would happen if I got drunk and fucked them. And, uh, uh, wow. he, yeah, he went through all this. And the, even the tower was called out to the to the plane that they thought and said, uh, can you please uh, disconnect the... Uh, the uh, Turn off the mic. Nobody wants to uh, hear about uh, your goings-on. Repeated attempts. Guys still kept talking shit. Other pilots were chiming in, going, uh, that's not us. Giving their flight number, saying that's not us. Making sure everyone fully Fully knew that it wasn't them. One of the pilots even uh, said, and then they wonder why pilots have a bad reputation. Uh, And burn. So, apparently, this, uh, he was telling about all his endeavor. Uh, one of the, yeah, it said, according to the transcript, uh, okay, someone has a stuck mind and is telling us about all his endeavors. We don't need to hear that. So it's a Southwest pilot who apparently has been in trouble before. So why he was released back is unknown. But uh, he apologized to the FAA, to his, to all the tower people um, that... He, you know, he apologized for this, and uh, Southwest actually went ahead and produced a statement saying that, don't judge this one dude, as all pilots are not this way. Yeah. And, and the sad part is, is that if this dude did it, bef- um, was reprimanded for that kind of behavior before, yeah, it, it's this dude. Why is he on paid leave? Yeah. Is what I want to know. He should be on fuck you leave. Yeah, exactly. So. Go fuck yourself, leave. <laughs> So that's that's my number one douchebag, Southwest Airlines pilot. That is a super. And since since we're already at the airport, <laughs> loving my segways today. <laughs> um, U.S. Airways has acknowledged that. Now this is funny. Okay, I'm gonna read it, and then we'll we'll discuss. U.S. Airways has acknowledged that less than a week before having a college student arrested for allegedly refusing to hike up his saggy pants while boarding. <laughs> The airline allowed a man wearing little more than women's underwear, black thigh-high stockings, and heels to fly. Wow. On June 16th, University of New Mexico football player Deshaun Marmon... Wow. uh, ...was... He wasn't wearing the underwear, though. ...was removed from a U.S. (laughs) Airways flight at San Francisco International Airport and arrested for refusing to follow crew members' requests to hike up... Why do I keep saying hike up? To pull up his saggy pants. So basically, arrested a cat because he didn't want to pull up his pants, right? <laughs> right. At the time, an airline spokesperson said that while the airline does not have a specific dress code, we do ask that our passengers dress in an appropriate manner manner 
to ensure the safety and comfort of all our passengers. So his pants proved to be a security threat? Yes. A national security threat. A national threat. security threat. Yeah. I guess. He was probably a dick about it, but still. <laughs> yeah, but still. Come on. Now, there are reports in a photo that I'm unfortunately looking at um, showing that six days before the saggy pants incident, the airline <laughs> allowed a man to board a flight in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, wearing an outfit that consisted mostly of women's underwear and a short see-through cover-up shirt. <laughs> the picture is horrifying. Uh, oh, my God. I'm not even going to show it to you. Thank you. Um, let me get away from it. Jill Tarlow, a fellow passenger on the Phoenix-bound flight, shared a photo of the scantily clad man with the airline and the newspaper. U.S. Airways spokeswoman Valerie Wounder confirmed to the Chronicle that she'd received the photo before last week's incident in San Francisco, but but said employees had been correct not to ask the man to cover himself. In the case of the gentleman flying at... <laughs> the case of the man flying out of San Francisco, this is a quote, it was ultimately not a matter of baggy pants. It was a matter of him not complying with crew instructions. Wounder told, Wounder told MSNBC.com, in terms of the man in Florida, as long as you've you're covered, you can fly. In the picture, that man is covered. A little unorthodox, but covered. Bullshit. Yeah. Okay? The kid was covered, too. Yeah, but yeah. He just had saggy pants, which I think almost every fucking college student has. Right. So, basically, you know what? This might have been... It's, okay, first of all, the two incidents were, were not the same. They were separate. Right. I, I get that. But it's just... It's U.S. Airways being inconsistent and stupid. It's basically what it is. Yeah, I... I yeah, I'm, How is saggy pants? That's a national security risk. A national security risk. Because maybe I, he has fucking weapons of mass destruction in his shorts. Was, was the guy with saggy pants of a certain ethnic descent? He's probably black. Yeah. Not to sound racist, but he's a football player in college who has saggy pants. <laughs> I mean, I didn't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure out... <laughs> Oh, man, that's... that's but whatever, yeah. you know what I mean? Moving on. Uh, Colorado police say man hid in portable toilet tank. So this is funny yeah. because... <laughs> this is funny because, honestly, I'd rather be arrested. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, police in Colorado say a woman who stepped inside a portable toilet at a yoga festival discovered a man hiding in the tank below when she lifted the toilet lid. That's fucking nasty. Yeah. Boulder police spokeswoman uh. Kim Koble says... The woman told authorities she noticed something moving inside the tank and asked the man to check it out. The man reported seeing someone crawled or covered in a top inside the tank. A festival security supervisor said the suspect eventually emerged from the toilet, covered in human waste, and slipped away. <laughs> uh, Police say the suspect is thought to be in his 20s. Because no one's going to grab him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, thought to be in his 20s. Let's taser him. <laughs> and is being sought on charges of criminal attempt to make unlawful sexual contact. Dude, unlawful fucking cochino contact. Dude. Like, that's fucking nasty. Really, dude? Also, you can look at chicks basically defecating and pissing on his face. Uh. Uh, in other news, God, that's awful. This uh, this one was funny. This is short too, but this is my number one douchebag. Man showing girlfriend his gun shoots self in groin. <laughs> well, I guess that's all he's that's showing her. That's not the worst part. She ends up accused of paraphernalia possession for crack bite. 
It's just a match made in heaven with these two, right? Oh, my God. A Bridgeport, Connecticut man... In Connecticut, too. In Connecticut. A Bridgeport, Connecticut man is recovering after doing his best... Nah, fuck that. It's just a joke. Which is not funny. Uh, just... Uh, Hossin... Hossinar Arajo... Yeah. 24. <laughs> was taken to St. Vincent's Medical Center after accidentally shooting himself in the groin. Which is a funny accident. Police told the News Times. Araujo was showing his girlfriend his gun when it went off, police said. What's he doing? Like, pointing it at his fucking dick? Look at my gun, babe! Pop. <laughs> check out this gun. Yeah, <laughs> check out this gun. It just got popped off. Tad insult to injury. I popped off. Yeah, yeah. man. That, that works a bunch of ways. Yeah. Tad insult to injury. None of it to his advantage. Oh. Tad insult to injury. His girlfriend, Christine Belknap. Was charged with <laughs> was charged with possession of drug paraphernalia because she had a pipe used for smoking crack cocaine. That's the end of the story. Wow. I just thought those two are made for each other. Seriously, got a crackhead and an idiot. Probably also a crackhead. Well, yeah, probably. The other one's probably also an idiot. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my god, that's just who. Who? <laughs> I thought you were gonna skunk some go somewhere else with that. Something you're like. Who made your day today, man? Who tickled your pink? Who's your who, fucking who, epic person? Who got me? My epic person. Now, Crytek, I guess is just the only way I can really go with it. Crytek is the one that made my day. Uh, mostly because I'm just going to read the article from uh, 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 Game Astura. Ooh. And uh, I'll let you guys. Oh. <laughs> When Crytek released its first-person shooter, Crisis, in 2007, it was, and in many ways still is, the benchmark of high-end PCs. Uh, it was one of the first commercial games to utilize the d Direct 3D 10 framework uh -huh. of DirectX 10, and playing games uh, and playing the game at its maximum setting was practically impossible for any consumer-level computer. Even the game's minimum requirements were above what many games had under the hood at the time. Crisis 1... in Crisis 1's intention was, if I were to play it three years later, it looks great. And it does, um, actually, it fulfilled that. But it made it difficult for entry-level uh, players. Crytek CEO... Well, they make it difficult for them, they just couldn't play it. Yeah. Sivat... <laughs> uh, what's it? Uh, Lirai? Lirai? However you pronounce his last name. I got it wrong, who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, so with Crisis 2 we took a bit of a different direction and it backfired a little bit yeah. the sequel was much more accessible thanks to um, thanks in part to the cross development on consoles so much so that it didn't even support DirectX 10 safe, uh, staying safely in the DX9 territory which is kind of fail yeah especially when you, you, you so consoles can run a DirectX 10 quality game there's no reason to do that yeah uh, the change disappointed many of the original game's fans, which uh, came to equate the franchise's cutting edge, um, associate the uh, franchise with cutting edge graphical performance. Now, three months later, Crytek is getting set to release a substantial patch to address the needs of these players, adding support for Direct X 11. Boom! They uh, skipped 10. Yeah, they said, <laughs> "Fuck it, we're gonna push it." Uh, with the that comes with uh, translation and displacement mapping, HDR motion blur. Parallax uh, um, Occlusion, 
mapping, and many other tweaks and enhancements, including high-res texture texture upgrades. All the stuff the first one had. Yeah. It, um, it is, he said, an attempt to please everyone. Mm-hmm. Yuri admitted that there is no, pro- there is no profit to be made um, from the time and money put into the patch, as the game will unlikely to sell many more units based on the free upgrade. This is pretty much a gift to the high-end community. And I think the gamers will appreciate this. It'll lift up Crisis 2 and give us a sneak peek on how PC gaming will evolve in the future. If you support the high-end preferences, if you support the high-end preferences, uh, the Crisis 2 patch 1.9 will be available today, or Monday, yeah. as, as when you hear this podcast. A version of the patch was available on Crytek's test environment as recently as this last Wednesday, but has since been pulled. So for me... I was I, I looked at it because it was basically saying, okay, we know we fucked up. Here, yeah. here, here we fucked up. We we downgraded because that's the problem with porting shit. Anytime that's why yeah. that's why when those games that come on all three consoles are never going to be as good because they're always designed for one. That's why the Metal Gear Solids look so great on the PS3. Or even La La Noir was originally a uh, a PS3. Yeah, and it looks beautiful, beautiful. on PS3. I, and I've seen it on Xbox, and it does look a little less. Yeah, it's a little less impressive. A little less. Yeah. You have to be looking for it, but yeah. still. That's why Halo always looks so good on Xbox. Because it's specifically, specifically for designed for that. And I, and that's one of the problems that you come across when you port stuff. But I'm glad that he goes, you know what? Instead of saying, you know, instead of worrying about the console guys, he's worrying about their bread and butter, which is the gamer crowd. Yeah. Those are the, the, the PC gamer crowd. And for me, that's basically saying, look, we heard you guys. We know we fucked up. So here, we're not charging you for anything. Here's the patch. Instead of saying, yeah, we know we fucked up, but we'll get it right in Crisis 3. Hey! You know. Or a DLC coming, <laughs> 20 bucks. Exactly. Bitches. Um, so who tickled your fancy this oh, week? Oh, dude, you know what? There's this one... Ch- oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> my epic, my epic person. I said fancy, not... Uh... Uh, not fancy. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. So we were talking about this guy earlier, the uh, lead developer, also head of French gaming studio, Vector Cell, Mr. Paul Cusette. Um, the reason he's my epic person this week, because of some quotes, I said one of them, but I'll say the next one. Most games, one first quote, most games look the same and tell more or less the less, more or less the same story. So he basically kept it real, you know, because the, the gaming industry sometimes... It just recycles old shit. And it's not just the gaming industry. It's movies, TV, everybody. <laughs> Music. Just ask P. Diddy. Ooh. <laughs> <Cuckoos>. <laughs> um This next quote is the perfect one, though. A good story needs good characters. And good characters need good relations to build something. I think that we tend to forget that we can do something different in games. I like this quote because, you know what? If more developers thought like that... There would be more of those just groundbreaking, ridiculous games instead yeah. of just having rehashes of the same shit. There's a reason you have rehashes, rehashes of the same shit is because people aren't thinking with the eye of innovation. They're thinking with the eye of dollar signs. Oh yeah, and they're like, okay, just look at Activ- Activision. Call of Duty um, Two or, or the first Call of Duty Modern Warfare was popular and made us a lot of money. Let's just make a ridiculous amount of them. And then we'll right. just keep selling it and selling it until it doesn't make any money, and then we'll just try to come up with something new. But and then we we'll lay off that. everybody and close the um, close the firm down and, and, and see. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's time to move on to some uh, side comments. We had a couple. We're getting a lot, a lot of, a lot, a lot of. We're getting a lot of uh, 
some good uh, some good uh, comments on the website. Mimi, uh, in men- in uh, mention to uh, the Cars uh, Two getting lower expectations that I mentioned on the website, um, got a little personally uh, a person it seemed like a little personally offended there. Um, said uh, really, Ratatouille is the best Pixar movie ever made. So much heart, so much character development. Seriously, I don't know how uh, like things like screen cut or how anyone can see the ending and not feel a little twinge in their heart. Now, in the article, I didn't say that Ratatouille was the worst movie ever made. What I had, the way I stated it was, is that uh, Cars Two lowered their expectations. Normally, Pixar uh, Pixar movie makes over sixty million. Yeah. Disney's actually saying 50 to 55 million for this. And they're laying a lot of hopes on the 3D shit. Uh, but what Which I Which is losing steadily going Yeah, with decline. every movie it's it's been a decline. It used to be a majority, now it's in the minority. But what I had said was <laughs> this was the funny part is I had actually said that uh no, uh that this could be a um could be one of their lowest grossing movies, Ratatouille anyone? I didn't mean to say that Ratatouille sucked dick. I meant to say that Ratatouille was the lowest grossing movie from Pixar. Yeah, it didn't do that well. It didn't do that well. And uh, that was what I no was one wants to go. Most people don't want to see a bunch of rats. Yeah, you but, want to see something kind of cute. Yeah. And, 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 and it, a lot of people that I know saw it and were like, I don't really want to see it, regardless of if Patton Oswalt's the voice of the rat. It was in French. Uh, it was in French. Yeah, it was a French movie. Oh, come on. Damn it. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, but, no, but to, to back to the point is, I didn't mean to insult the movie, because I know that a lot of people, some a, a few people like it, but I'm saying that it it did it didn't generate the business that all the other ones did. So I wasn't trying to offend you, and I've never seen it, so I'm not going to say one thing or another. But uh, you've never seen Ratatouille. I never saw I've Ratatouille. Seen that movie twenty million fucking times. We have kids, that's why. Uh, Actually, he doesn't. He just uses that excuse. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. So this week's recommendations. Uh, I've got uh, Ultimate Spider-Man: Death of Spider-Man comic one sixty. Really great. It was a good finale. The the worst. I'm not saying that it was perfect or flawless. Or good that he. You know. Or good that he died. Yeah. Um, it was a classic story. I'm not going to give away any spoilers on it, but... Um, other than he died. Other than he died, which... If you actually look on other websites, they went ahead and gave or, all the spoilers. Know, look at the title. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it was a really cool story, very heroic. Um, especially in like the second to last panel when he when he tells Aunt May it's okay. And the reason he gives... I have to admit that when I read it, I was like, oh, kind of... <laughs> A little, little, little... Don't get the tears of the book! Yeah, you know. I know. I, fortunately, I was laying down with right. the book up, so... That yeah. is the way a man reads a comic. Yeah. So, uh, that definitely pick it up. It's in the little poly bag, so nobody's supposed to spoil it, but most media sites already did. Yeah. Uh, they do that now. No, A lot of people don't even say spoiler alert anymore. Yeah. They just... Yeah. There you go. You don't wanna, read shit. You want to know it? Here. And it's like, yeah. really, dude? Come on. It's a bad day. Yeah. Uh... Also, X-Men First Class. I was thoroughly surprised with this movie. I had very little... And you... you, it, Sapien and Old Man Dude and everybody knew that I had no hopes for this movie. I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Neither did we. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it actually... I went and saw it the other day. Really, really good. No expectations. Really surprised me. A lot of cool cameos. 
the story was really good. The only complaint that I really had was January Jones as Emma Frost. I know I posted that she doesn't really have the body to look like Emma Frost, because uh, those of you that know the comic know oh. her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Emma Frost is stacked. Yeah. And, uh, like most comic book chicks. Yeah, but the thing was, January Jones is she basically read her lines. She had such a great character to play around with, especially... Um, I am Emma Frost. Yeah, pretty much. And she's opposite you know, Kevin Bacon in most of the scenes, so she has a lot to go off of. And she just didn't deliver. She yeah, just you know, Kevin Bacon is a steady boss. Yeah, and and Michael Fassbender, who plays Magneto, complete, complete and utter badass. So awesome as Magneto. So definitely, you know, with with Green Lantern that came out, you know, everybody's kind of like, oh, it sucked. Um, definitely check in the X Men. It's not a reboot. That's the cool yeah, thing to say. It's a prequel. So cameos. Cameos. Spoil it. Yeah, cameos. Because, so. you know, it was spoiled for me because I haven't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I was warned. Yeah. You always warned twice. Yeah. You sure? Was, yeah. You, you sure? sure? You right. sure? You sure? Okay. So, what? It, what is your... What it, What tickles your fantasy? Man, so... I post a lot of the, my articles for the website on my phone, Android phone, and I... It was a pain in the ass to link them. Because I had TweetDeck, and TweetDeck doesn't support fan pages, so I couldn't link it to Facebook, and, and TweetDeck just sucks ever since Twitter <laughs> bought it. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, new new app, Seismic, that's S-E-E-S, uh, or, ugh, let me, let me start that oh, Wow, there's yeah. an X it's in there? Get, <laughs> it's getting late, baby. Uh, S-E-E-S-M-I-C. K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Oh. Oh, I thought KY. I was like, what? <laughs> um, basically, it's the same thing as TweetDeck, just like a million times better. Um, it's one that works. Yeah, it connects to all. It connects to your Twitter, your Facebook, um, your fan pages if you have them. It connects to Facebook fan pages, which is sick. Which was a major yeah, drawback man. for TweetDeck. Um, it has oh, shit in what? What? What's the in one? I only use Facebook and Twitter, so. It has other ones too. Yeah, it has other ones in there. I was. <laughs> I'm all like Google. Uh, it had Google Buzz yeah, in there. Yeah, Google Buzz. If you want to use that. Yeah, who, um, who uses oh, and, Google uh, Buzz? Uh, there they are. They're right there listed. <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Salesforce, Chatter, Force, Foursquare, Foursquare, uh, and Google Buzz. Foursquare was the one I was trying to remember. I'm like, what's the fucking check with the stupid purple ball? Um, this program is sick. It's better. Than the Facebook app, yes. it's better than the Twitter app, and I was steady on the Twitter app. I love the Twitter app. Yeah. You can see it's easier to see what's trending on Twitter. Um, it connects to both. It connects to all that and just aggregates it into one easy to use thing. It's actually a lot more streamlined. It's streamlined. I thought it looked. It actually. It's basically took the Twitter app, the Facebook app, and made it look better. Yeah. If Twitter and Facebook had a baby, <laughs> I knew a you were sexy go baby, Jeez. it would be seismic. Also, on the computer side of it, on the PC side, they do have a, an application, um, and that was sick too. Just like just like TweetDeck, TweetDeck has one thing, but it just sucks. Yeah, um, so glitchy. It's unstable. It's glitchy. Well, it's, ran on Air on Adobe Air. Yeah, which is your first fucking problem. <laughs> um, Seismic is just it was seamless. Uh, all all the sites for today or all the articles for today were linked through Seismic. Um, it's I had just, to use it today to post that Comic-Con thing. Yeah, it's just sick. Uh, it also has a web application 
So, you know, you're at a homie's house or something like that or, or whatever, you can always access your, you know, not just the post shit, but you can access just all your stuff in one website. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's, it's, the cool thing is, is uh, my, my work doesn't block it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, so which now you just shit. now you get one guy that's listening over there. Oh, we gotta block that shit now. Damn it! <laughs> you suck. Damn it! Why? <laughs> okay, but I just want to say, like, if you have, if you have an, or this is for iOS too. Yeah. If you have a smartphone, and you have a Twitter, and you have a Facebook or a LinkedIn or. Fucking Foursquare. If you're running a fan page on Facebook. Running a fan fan page because there is really, I don't know of any other program that will link to fan pages yeah. as well as your personal yeah. page. Um, get this app. It's free. It's the mm-hmm. shit. It's, they just had an update too. It didn't really, I think it was just a stability update. Yeah. Um, one thing that I, I have to say that I noticed when I was using it was that it is formatted the same way as the Twitter app, the Facebook app, all of that stuff. And trying to, you can actually write the whole, like if you're putting, like for us, we put in the, the headliner of the article and then drop the URL in there. You can actually hit the little link button and it'll just shorten the, the yeah, it'll just it shorten uses, the. Uh, it uses four, you choose one out of four um, link shortening services. So if you, if there's ones like, ah, it's shortening the links like a buster. Like you don't like how it looks, you could switch to a different service in the settings. Like seriously, this. This app has got to be the sickest app I've ever downloaded. So, I mean, it's more perfect for me for what I'm trying to do, but just to have all that stuff in one place, I'm going to switch between the Facebook app and the Twitter app. You know, yeah, it's, it's and also cool. too in the in this app, which didn't do it on the other ones, you can see what's trending, what's yes. not. It, it really gives you all the functions that the uh, that TweetDeck was missing. So definitely check it out. We, I have to. We have to. We have to. Because uh, Sapien let me know that hey, you know what? I tried this. Tried it today. So easy to do. Yep. It really was easy to do. It didn't glitch on me, so that was great. All right, well... Oh, ooh, I just read real quick. Uh, it's on BlackBerry as well and the Windows Phone 7. Also, um, Seismic for Android on Nook Color, dude. Oh, this shit on the Nook Color. Dang. Yeah, man. Seismic is doing it big. So, uh... Sa- yeah. Sapien will probably do a review. I will do a review. I you can I put didn't the links do, on there. Yeah, too. Yeah, I didn't want to do a review. I'll probably drop the review on the latest Tuesday. It's, I just got it, and I want to mess with it. I want to flesh it out. I don't want to be wow, this is effing awesome, and that's all it's, I'm gonna put. <laughs> you know, I, I want to be able to really check it out and stuff like that. So, Boom. all right, all right. Well, uh, that pretty much does it for us. I think we're uh, yeah, doing we're, it, doing it, don't yeah. Got, ran a little long today. But, uh, yeah, but before we head out, we want to remind you guys to follow us on Facebook and Twitter, especially for Comic-Con stuff. Even Comic-Con news, if you're planning to go and, you you know, there's a lot of other, there's a lot of sites out there, definitely follow us because we post a lot of that shit up on the website as well as Facebook.com forward slash the Lazy Geeks, one word, and also Twitter.com forward slash the Lazy Geeks. Uh, we, uh, no, uh, Sapien and I also have our own Twitter uh, it's same thing, but uh, lazy underscore nomad and lazy underscore sapien. If you want to follow us individually, oh. uh, so uh, they, yeah, so definitely hit us up and yeah. If you're going to Comic Con, let us know. Let us know if you're going to Comic Con, what you plan, what you're looking forward to, stuff like that, and uh, definitely uh, you know, may even uh, may even meet, try to meet some of you guys. 
Yeah, meet me, buy me a slice of pizza. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be a dick. Buy the nachos over there at Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> buy me some fucking nachos. Like, don't be an asshole. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. So, uh, all the music on this podcast was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So, that about does it for us. So, please make sure to comment this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use. The good, the bad, the sexy, and the redonkulous. And uh, any good comments that you guys leave... Uh, we will read them on the podcast. We might even read some bad ones. Yeah, we might even read some bads if they're constructive. Oh, and I, just to clarify, because I actually, um, I rejected a comment a couple days ago. I won't reject a comment if it disagrees with me. I won't reject a comment if they're cursing or anything like that. I reject a comment that has like one word in it that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Because it's just wasting time. If you say first... You're not going to be first. If you say first, you will be rejected, and I will personally come to your house and slap you. <laughs> With his dick. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't even have to go to your house then. <laughs> I'll just stay right here, baby. <laughs> bah! Yeah, you know, if, if, if we... If it's not constructive, and yeah. I don't care, you could say, saving your fucking retard, you don't know what you're talking about, I will approve that. That's yeah. fine. You know, everybody yeah. has their own opinion. But if you're just like, say, poop or something, yeah. which is the one I rejected, yeah. it said poopity poop. Oh, Jesus. And it made no sense. Yeah. Because it really wasn't even an opinion article. It was just something. Yeah. And so, I was like, no, that's, that's fine. Yeah. So make sure they're constructive. And even on Facebook, too. I mean, on um, Facebook, iTunes, and um, Twitter. Just go ahead. Hit us up. If you want to if you wanna give us a message on Twitter, hashtag the Lazy Geeks. One yes. word. So we'll be able to, uh, to find you there. So uh, if you have any comments, ideas for future topics, go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. So, until next week, peace out! Remote.